For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to An Athlete's Journey. I'm your host, Travis Reed. Today I got a special guest. Somebody is part of the younger generation. You know, I'm old school to him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he's one of those, uh, you know, California great hoopers that we have in the tradition of California. Um, wanted to hear about his journey. Uh, definitely uh, was interested, you know, when I heard I can get him. I was like, man, oh, yeah, I'd love to get him on the show. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate him. I appreciate him coming on the show and blessing us with his story. Uh, please introduce yourself to the people. What's going on, man? First of all, appreciate you having me. No doubt. My name is Evan Burns. Um, from Los Angeles, California. Like you said, I grew up pooping on the West Coast. California, definitely. Uh, <laughs> went to Fairfax High School. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Spent my uh Spent my little time before uh, junior, or before high school at junior, in junior high at Palms. Um, it's basically where, you know, that's where I met all, all, all the Hoopers, like the real L.A. Hoopers, because before that, you know, it was park leagues and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, man, started started meeting up with, with all the young Hoopers at about, probably about 12, I want to say 12 years old is when I started, started I was in a little Nike league up at uh, Dorsey. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, no. That was my no. first taste of, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my yeah. first real taste of uh, L.A. Hoop. So, I got yeah, you, now, I got you. Now you hooked. You but... through the system. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will, we gonna, we gonna start from like, you know, like I said, the beginning. Like when you was at L.A. Dorsey when he was hooping, mm-hmm. like, when I started playing AAU basketball, when I was hooping, it was at Victoria Park, you know. Uh, oh, okay, damn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, like, anybody from back then, anybody who knows, like, back then especially, you wasn't really a hooper unless you played up there. Like I said, that's when I first saw Shea Cotton, Baron Davis, Paul Pierce, Ooh. Corey Benjamin, Toby Bailey, Moose Bailey, Charles Abandon. I mean, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I saw like Calif- all California royalty, Jock Vaughn, like, and it just, and just in my bracket, in my bracket, it was Baron, Jason and Jaron Collins, Jeff Chapange, Mike, Mike McDonald, mm-hmm. Kenny Bruner, Shay Cotton. We was all in this big, big, big class together. Yeah, that was the bubble. Yeah. That yeah, was that the was the bubble. Sure. So, so. Mm-hmm. Like we all, I went for my dad's park and rec team. Like my boy, dad, boys and girls club team. We played Shake Cotton the first game. Got smashed by like sixty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, okay, it's levels of this. Okay, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So this ain't the rec leagues no more. <laughs> no, nah, ain't the rec no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ended up leaving my dad's team and going to. 
uh, ARC with Jason and Jaron Collins for for a couple of years. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I see. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. we, you know, we played. We went to the nationals. Went to like the national championship game. Lost when I was seventh grade, and then placed like fourth. Uh, my uh, my eighth going uh, going from eighth grade going to my ninth grade years. But okay, enough you. about my enough about my old journey. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? It's about yours. Uh, how did your basketball journey start? Uh, I mean, this I feel like it's a similar story. Like you said, I, I played rec ball early, and uh, I remember the first uh, the first team I played on was just kind of like my friend was kind of like, "Yo, come play on the team." You know what I mean? We'll pay for you and this and that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I get there, and I'm used to hooping at elementary school. You know what I mean? So I get there, and I'm running through these kids. You know what I mean? And I'm I hate to be I hate to be that guy, but there was some little white kids, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like that's who I was going to school with and stuff. So I was used to just dominating, having fun, you know what I mean? Right, right, and, uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. So from there, I remember uh, my mom actually took me up to one of the parks, Mar Vista Park, and I remember walking into the gym and there was people lined up watching the kids play, you know what I mean? And it was like a crowd. And when I walked in, there was a scoreboard on the wall, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to the little flip ones on the table. You know I mean? So I was, like, I was like, wait, hold up. This is like for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? So then I started playing rec ball up at Mar Vista and making the all-star team and stuff. And then once the all-star teams were hit, then we would start traveling, playing West Wilshire, you know what I mean, playing, playing Westwood, you know what I'm saying, playing all those teams. And I was getting a little taste of – here and there, like, oh, okay, there's some other cats that got a little bit of hype, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> that, that are that are trying to do the same things on the court that I'm trying to do. So and uh so I, I had a I had an idea that there was that they were out there, but nobody that I was playing with was as good as me. So like I said, it was I was just used to dominating and I was I was always taller. You know what I mean? Like when I was when I hit my growth spurt, I was already tall. So I was used to being bigger, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> So after going from there, uh, it was playing at, I want to say I played at the junior high level, but I played it for Palms. And then cats that were opening the gym for our teams to play each other, different different um, junior highs to play each other, were starting to be like, yo, I know another team. I know this AAU team. I know this coach. I know whatever, whatever. So I started kind of seeing what was around, and I ended up playing for Hoop Masters, which I don't think they turned really into anything. But their focus was fundamentals. So, like, that was the first time I ever had gone to a practice that was, like, two hours and 15 minutes where the first half was fundamental basketball. And then it was it was uh, strategic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm young. And I was like, damn, like, this is crazy. I don't know if I want to do this. This is, <laughs> this is nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a real system. Right, right, I wasn't right, just going right, to practice right. playing five on one. You know what I'm saying? No, of course, so, of course. Yeah, that was that was when I started like, okay, having to like, if I'm gonna do this, I gotta do this. You know, I got I got I got a hoop. So I remember going there, being young, learning how to use my left hand. You know what I'm saying? Learning my uh, basically my free throw rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Just stuff, just IQ for the game, how to use pick and rolls and coming off from when I was young, running, giving goes and stuff like that. And then uh, pretty much from there, I went to the AAU circuit. You know what I'm saying? Played while while I was playing for for Palms. I was still, you know, palms when you're playing for your school, it's 10 games. You know what I'm saying? If you're good, you're playing 13. You know what I'm saying? Something right, like right, that. Right, 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 so right, I was right. playing AAU ball. Um, hadn't started traveling yet, so I was still playing within the city. And then 
I met my man Sam. Sam used to run the gym at Fairfax. Uh-huh. And he watched me play in my seventh grade year. And from there, he was like hounding us. He was hounding us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my whole family, like basically my mom's side of the family, they all went to Hamilton. They all played at Hamilton High School. You know what I mean? So I was kind of just in my mind thinking like, okay, I followed everybody else's path to to junior high. I'm, I'm probably going to go to Hamilton. Went there, actually had some bad experiences with the coach when I was young. So I was like, okay. I'm not messing with this. Let me let me hear what this dude from Fairfax is talking about. <laughs> so okay. this man Sam man used to pick me up from summer school, take me up, and I was playing for Fairfax, the the spring league. I was playing for them when I was in eighth grade. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I got yeah, an early yeah. little jump into it. You know what I mean? I got yeah, they, to, they, I got was, they was grooming you. They was grooming you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So I ultimately ultimately made the decision to go to Fairfax, and that was that was home, man. That was from the jump, like most of my AAU basketball was with cats that played for fact for Fairfax. They ended up actually making an AAU squad for me and my boys that were playing for Fairfax that Shaq uh, sponsored. It was called the dunk team. Crazy highlights. And uh, I'm sure Craig Smith was on that team. And that's, that was my man's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Growing up playing with him, he ended up going to the league and stuff. So we was, we was right there. We was battling the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I was like developing these skills with cats just from playing on a regular basis. You know what I'm saying? Not from practicing or anything like that, just playing every day consistently, only wanting to play basketball and being better than the good cats that I was already playing with. You know what I mean? So that just kind of got me to want to play better. And then I started going up to UCLA and playing against y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Waiting, <laughs> waiting four games down. You know what I'm saying? Four games down. There was a... Uh, <laughs> if the men's gym wasn't popping or if I couldn't get any sponsors to get into the, to the, I want to say it was the wooden center. At yeah, the, the time. wooden center, the wooden center. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You'd have to get a spot. It was a whole like drama that we were too young and didn't have to get in. But yep. then there was some courts up by the dorms that were outside. Oh, yeah. and, you know, you walked yeah, up that yeah. big hill and it was, yep. and they used to get funky out there. And I remember, man, we used to go out there waiting the cold for <sighs> seven games and then you finally get on you know what I'm saying like, and and there was there was some there was some cat I remember Matt being out there a few times uh there was definitely some cats that that caught an eye you know what I mean so they started inviting me up to the summertime runs up in up in the men's gym <clears throat> with Rico and all that like yep, you know what I'm yep, saying yep, I want to yep, say yep. this was right before Rico took over it too like he was he was a staple but I don't think he had like took over those those uh those men's gyms runs yet but he was inviting us up and that's, you know, that's where I met BD for the first time. And, and all like, it made me want to go to UCLA. So playing against those guys going to Fairfax, I was low key dominating. Um, but then it would be games against, of course, Westchester. Westchester was our, was our big rival at the time. You know what I'm saying? They had Hassan Adams was basically my, my, my LA rival at the time. And that's my man. Shout out Sauce. You know what I'm saying? That man was was a beast in high school. I didn't want to admit it at the time because I didn't think nobody was better than me. But yeah, that man yeah. had the juice for real. For real. I remember. I remember Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, uh, he, he I remember he was he was on like the Clipper, uh, like an episode or something where like they try to they was going to a game of his. There, there's Miles they, and they, they, yeah. Yeah, 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 they played yeah. against us. Oh, okay, yeah, that was the <laughs> game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yep. that. 
Yep. I'll yeah. never forget that too, because I hit a jumper on the baseline and I and I kind of fell into the wall and Darius Miles was right there. And I got up and that man was woofing. He was woofing. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, come on, man. Like, oh, I need that smoke. I need right. that smoke. <laughs> That's actually yeah, pretty man. cool, man. You know, um, yeah. Did you did you play any other sports growing up, or just basketball was one hundred percent basketball? No, nah, I mean other than I mean not not organized. You know what I'm saying? I was of course growing up to play every single sport. I was a pretty good baseball player. You know what I'm saying? I played football with the homies. You know what I'm saying? Nothing nothing crazy, but yeah, growing up, I was I was I was a pretty good baseball player, pitcher in the first baseman. Yeah, okay. I definitely had some had some power behind the bat too. It was no, I had no. a I had a good time with that for okay. sure. For sure. Okay, okay. Well, obviously you had a lot of fun going to Fairfax, playing with you know NBA guys, going against NBA guys. Is that the year that Westchester won state, or was it? Uh, you guys um, won, I believe won, I know they won. I know they. I want to say they won my senior year too uh, in two thousand two. I'm not sure who won. In two thousand one, that I could I could be wrong. They might have gone back to back, but you know, once once you lose, it's like especially at that yeah. age, man, that it was heartbreaking. I didn't want to see you no know, newspapers. I didn't want to see nothing. Like I I didn't want to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, of course, of it course. was it was heartbreaking. So once we lost, season was over. Yeah, for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I got <laughs> it you. Was, it was time you. to start going to hoop outside of school. <laughs> All right. So what was you, what would you say your most memorable moment in high school was? In high school, yeah, man, uh, that's that's rough because I, 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 man, I had a, I had a bunch. I actually went to a because uh, you know during the summertime I did all the Nike camps and I only went to Adidas once, but I was a Nike guy, so I did all the Nike camps and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, I did the NBPA camp going into my senior year. And, you know, they take all, they do all your tests. They do your vertical, they do your speed. You know what I'm saying? Like they run all your tests. And while we were waiting, doing the vertical jump, we were kind of off on the side doing all kind of dunks and stuff. And I'm right now, like, I know, I know Hassan was there, but right now on the top of my head, it was uh, Sebastian Telfair and, oh, damn, I can't remember the other kid's name, but, but we were we were all dunking on the side, waiting our turns. You know what I'm saying? We're young cats. We're we're getting up. We're athletic. We're we're a little bit hype. All trying to outdo each other. And uh, Sebastian comes up and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna just toss it up and go get it." And I'm like, "All right." So I go, <laughs> I I turn at half court. I come and I basically take off on the free throw line, bro. He throws the ball straight up. He's at the elbow. Throws the ball straight up in the air. I grab two hands. I smash it and I come underneath the basket and the backboard shatters, breaks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Everybody in the gym kind of goes quiet, and then everybody starts to buzz. You know what I'm saying? So later on that night, we had uh, Sweepy, the uh, the uh, the street ball legend. Sweepy uh-huh. come talk to the whole group. You know what I'm saying? Rashad McCants, Shoddy, my guy. Uh-huh. He's <laughs> he raises his hand in the back of the group, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me, man, have you ever seen anybody break a backboard from <laughs> from the free throw line?" And he's like, what? Nah, that doesn't sound like something uh, that that really even goes down. My man said, "Well, it happened today from him right there." You know what I'm saying? And they all looked at me and they were all going crazy. That's that's probably one of my my better memories from uh from going into you know from going growing up playing ball in high school. Okay, like, that's okay. just one of the few. Because like I said, those games up at UCLA, like 
I mean, you already know. You already know those men gyms runs are, were just <laughs> it, it was nothing like them. You know what I'm saying? And I did some mm-hmm. pretty crazy stuff, like you know what I'm saying, I'm hooping with them cats. No, of course, man. <laughs> I get it. You know? No, no. Trust me, man. Like when I the first time I went up there, I was a senior in high school. I had just committed. This is like after the season was over. Uh, I went up there to hoop just to see how it was, you know, like, you know, yeah. just to see, yeah. you know, like, now he's like, welcome to the family now. Now you, you see LA boy. Yeah. Yep. This is, this is your privilege, you know, going to watch magic because magic was still hooping then. Yeah. And he was I running was, the poly. He was running the poly runs. If you yeah. could get in there, he was doing those poly runs. Oh no. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Yeah. Magic, magic had, I remember one day, uh, Magic was like, you know, because he would pick his team to make sure his team never lost, and like he had to, he had to, he had to like the pickup dream team. Uh, yeah, I remember it was himself at the at the point. Uh, Baron Bear was on his team. Uh, Shaq, uh, Michael Finley, <laughs> and and Jim Jackson, and so. All of them was on the same team. Oh my god! And they must have ran off like ten straight. And whenever they were hundred percent, yeah. Whenever they were, yeah, they won. They won every game. They didn't lose that day. And whenever well, you like, already know, Magic was Magic was notorious for calling those. Fouls oh no, he gonna call it. And like, and, and, and who, <laughs> who's gonna, who, he's Magic. Who, who you gonna say? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he might exactly. argue he's Magic. Come on. So you like, whenever. <laughs> I know. So whenever Magic, like whenever Shaq, like whenever like the game would get close with any other team, he would Shaq, get out the way, everybody. Shaq, Shaq would post up, That's you know, crazy. do his elbow thing in the face, dunk. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody calling no Blue charges chips. and no pickup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like, oh, okay, <laughs> That's, you know, like that's how all I always was. Um, I remember that. And I yeah. was like, because that's when Jim Jackson and Michael Finley was both averaging twenty in the in the league. With Dallas. All stars. Yeah. All star. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, yeah. Yes. And he had and he had, like I said, Shaq and he had Baron. But this is when Baron was out of high school, just dominating. So um, but yeah. And so obviously, but you know, let's get back to you. Uh you're one of the top players in the country. Go to Nike Camp. I went to Nike Camp too, by the way, so I know. Like yeah, ours in, in Indianapolis, we had like top one. Yeah, 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 in that yeah. complex. Yeah, man. Yeah, that big old Jail. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big old yeah. spot. We yeah. didn't leave. We didn't leave the complex. Yep. Uh, yep. Who was there my senior year? Uh, Baron was there. Elm Brand, Ron Artest, Shea Cotton, uh, uh, Brendan Haywood, uh, Tony Bland, Brandon Granville. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Bland, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. So we was all like California had like thirty of us from Cali. Jeff Chapang, yeah. you know, like we had a bunch of dudes, but like it was a the dude on my team. Like every team basically had an NBA guy on it. I had yeah, Larry, sure. I had I had Larry Hughes as my point guard. He was my starting point. Oh, guard. Okay, okay. You know, so, uh, but yeah, like it was insane. You know, what I'm saying, you know, Marcus Pfizer, a bunch of dudes, and so. Uh, I know about the Nike camp thing. Um, so you're one of the top players in the country. Obviously, you go to a top school in Fairfax. What was your recruitment process like in high school going to college? 
it, I mean, on my end, it wasn't it wasn't very crazy because I already had an idea where I wanted to go. I, my mom had gone to UCLA, so in my mind, to keep it real, I was going to sign with UCLA. Of course, I, I told people, I told papers and stuff that Duke. I said I want to say Duke, North Carolina, Arizona, UCLA, and San Diego State were my were my top five. And people used to go crazy like San Diego State. Like what the hell? <laughs> how you go from how you go from Duke to San Diego State? <laughs> I had I had ties. I had ties with one of the coaches up there that knew my mom's growing up. You know what I'm saying? So I had no problem. Coach Fisher was over there, and we used to play out there. Uh, in the summertime, you know what I'm saying? We used to go to San Diego State tournaments and play in their high school tournament. And he used to show us mad love, me and Craig. Me and my man Craig, he used to show us mad love. So I was cool with them. So I put them in my top five. So the recruiting process was was pretty nuts, man. Coming to school, I'm sure you know, coming to school and having boxes of letters like that, that you know you're not going to look at. But literally, I'm talking about those post office boxes Coach used to – I used to have to come and check in with Coach in, uh, right before school, before I go to class and stuff, and he would show me everything that came from the na- from the night before, whatever the case. Like, they used to send shoes, bro, like, uh, between us and the, and the whole – you know what I'm saying? Everybody that's watching. They used, to send, <laughs> they used to send keys, bro. They used to send car keys, park cars in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, here you go for the weekend and stuff like it, – it, it was pretty crazy, man, but – that's crazy. I always narrowed it down. So, I, of course, I used that stuff. Don't, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I had fun with what, what, was, what was being offered. <laughs> but I already I, – I had already known, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then once once I did the McDonald's game, they were they were saying, like, UCLA commit, UCLA commit, UCLA commit. So, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm committed to UCLA. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, yeah, that pretty yeah, much yeah. – that's that's how that's where that went you know what i mean and then uh, yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. once once high school wrapped up and stuff like that man um you guys you guys play for lavin or not yeah had just got the um he had just got the position from hair because i was okay. going you i was kind of similar with you I always wanted to go to UCLA, you know what I'm saying? Like my my we I was the we were the baby Bruins growing up, you know. My dad mm-hmm. made us we, we knew like the pyramid of success. We knew yeah, all the man. things that John <laughs> wouldn't talk about, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 100%. And so like for me, like I was UCLA. Don't get me wrong, I went to um I I took trips to Arizona, Long Beach State, I'm saying in, in Tennessee, you know. Um, but I knew that, you know, I actually committed to Arizona when, when Hare got fired. But then Lavin called me and was like, you know, Lavin called me and was like, you know, like, we still want you, you know? Yeah. Uh, him and Coach Holton, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were really, yeah, they, you know, Coach Holton mm-hmm. came to my, you know, like last couple games in the, in the, in the CIF finals, you know, in state finals. And I was like, Shh. I love you, Arizona, but like you know, UCLA is a dream. It's a dream school. I, I, you know, like it's nothing better. That's funny too because I remember my senior year too when it came time. You know, what I'm saying all the coaches and stuff would come to practices. They would they would flood the gym at the games and stuff like that. And I remember I had a, a couple home visits. You know, what I'm saying I didn't really do a lot of trips because the teams that I narrowed it down to. I had already been there playing, you know, summertime in North Carolina, the Bob Gibbons tournaments and all that. I had been to the campuses. I met the players, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
they they were just kind of those were my recruiting trips. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I remember uh, I remember flooding the gym though, man. They were they were looking around. They were like, guys, my other it made my other cats on the team play good because there were so many coaches. Coaches like Lou was up in there. Coach Lo, Coach uh, Olson was in there. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was everybody was there. But Lavin, bro, he would show up in the suit, slick back hair. <laughs> at the, yeah, at the yeah. time, he he had a he had a beautiful wife. I th- I don't I'm you know what I'm saying I'm not sure his situation now, but at the time he had a beautiful wife that was bad. She came up in there. He was pulling up in that in that jag. You know what I'm saying? So he put on a show everywhere he went. He put on a show, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I I, I dig it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna no. have to, I'm gonna have to test these waters. I, <laughs> I remember, man, like when he you know did the coach thing. He watched you know the movie came out was. Uh, Devil's Advocate mm. with uh, <laughs> with Al Pacino yeah, and Keanu uh, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Al Pacino yeah. was like super, super slick. You know what I'm saying? Like just smooth. And then like, yeah. you know, and then obviously when when uh, the other movie, uh, when Keanu Reeves starts slicking back his hair. The, you, know yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The yeah. lab saw that. Was, oh, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, so he be he yeah, started doing that, sure. yeah, because at Purdue he wasn't doing that when he was coaching at Purdue yeah. he wasn't doing it. <laughs> he came to California, slicked his yeah. stuff back, and it was like laugh, you know, okay, yeah. laugh is good. Yeah. So nah, yeah. so you know, obviously you were um, a McDonald's All American, you know. So how was that an honor, you know, for you when you found that you were going to be one? Man, again, like. It was it was like yo for sure, but when I was a freshman and got to Fairfax, Joe Ship was there, and he had gotten the nomination or the recognition, whatever they do. Yeah, it's honorable mention, honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he had gotten that, and I saw that my my freshman year. So I was like, oh okay, okay. So that's that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? And then my my tenth grade year. Jason Morissette got another honorable mention. So I was like, oh, they looking, you know what I'm saying? So they know Fairfax. So no, I'm and I again I don't I don't mean to sound crazy or nothing like that, but I kind of in my mind was was ready for it. I was ready for them to be like, yo, okay. The hype was there, you know what I'm saying? I was playing, like I said, all over the country, like growing up in, in high school. So I, I was kind of like the guys that I was playing with, the you know what I'm saying? It was mellow. My 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 bubble was uh Mello, Amari Stoudemire, uh, D. Brown, um, Hassan, um, Kalina Azabuki, Andre Andre Iguodala was another one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Marcus Williams, Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I remember Mark. Yeah, I remember Marcus. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bobby, Bobby Jones, like all the, all those cats. Those that was my bubble. You know what I'm saying? So, and those were the guys that that we're going to be McDonald's All-Americans too. So I just figure, yo, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. So me, D'Angelo Collins and, and, uh, and Hassan got the nod, you know what I'm saying? We, we were the three that came out of California and that, 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 that trip, it was uh, the 25th anniversary of it. It was the very first girls game. It was the inaugural girls game. And it was at Madison square garden, bro. (laughs) It was off. It was off the chain. It was off the chain. Like I, I spent a lot of time with uh, Amari Stoudemire out there. We was we was running buddies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Mello, Mello was a cool ass. He was cool as hell that whole trip because he was kind of at home already. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, that 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 whole experience was was off the chain, man. I, I unfortunately lost one of my one of my big brothers, and he was he was there to see it. So that that's another thing that was like that was close. You know what I'm saying? That 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 uh, I'll never forget that experience for sure. That was off the rocker <laughs> for sure. Okay, okay. So. What do you remember about your first year uh, in college? So, well, going into college was was kind of crazy because, again, like I said, I committed to UCLA. Mm-hmm. I did. I went to the freshman program, and uh, while I was there, it was um, TJ Cummings yeah. was like next in line. You know what I'm saying? And I was there with Andre Patterson, who was from Washington. He, yeah, he, I, I, mean, I know Andre. Year before, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, so yeah, he committed yeah, yeah. the year before, so. Everybody was kind of like, yo, those three are about to, you know, saying do it up. So I get there and I do the summer program and I'm looking to hoop every day. Like I'm I'm on campus. Like I'm I'm there's this is where I come to hoop. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now I'm on campus. I expect to hoop every day. If I'm not hooping in the men's gym, I'm hooping in the gym or in poly. You know what I'm saying? Like I expect to hoop every day. And that was like my mindset going into it, bro. It was so hard to find a place to hoop at UCLA. And especially at the time being who I was, I was like, it was ridiculous, man. And I started hanging out with like, uh, with TJ Cummings a lot, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was finding the spots to go hoop, you know what I'm saying? And so I remember one time went up just to go see what's up, talk to lab, you know what I'm saying? See what's up with everybody. And I got up there, bro. They made me put my name on a list and told me they would call me when I could come see him. I was like, Wait, oh what? wow! <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, "Wait, this is not this is not the lab, and this is not what y'all was telling me." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I did connect with Joe Sia, Coach Sia. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. coach over there. Yeah, 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 that yeah. Man, he 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 spent a lot of time just working with me because, like yeah. I said, I was thirsty, looking for somewhere to hoop, and he was always around. So we would we would do lots of drills, but that, I wasn't hooping; I was just doing drills. So it got it got boring. You know what I'm saying? And to keep it real, I started, you know what I'm saying, leaving, not not really doing the classes and stuff like that. I lost interest, and I was talking to Marvin Menzies. Marvin Menzies was coaching. He was the assistant coach over at San Diego State, and he was the he was the connection I was talking about earlier with San Diego State. He was why they were on my on my top five. So I'm telling him like, man, I'm just I'm not feeling the culture over here. Like I wasn't I wasn't digging it. Like I just wasn't feeling it, and literally that night he had me out of UCLA and enrolled into San Diego state. And the next morning he came out and picked me up at 12 o'clock at night. They basically smuggled me from UCLA (laughs) to to San Diego state. And I was enrolled at school at San Diego state the next day. So I started doing my classes, NCAA trips out about it. You know what I mean? So they start trying to dig up shit from, I'm sorry, my bad. No, they no, start trying it's, to dig up. Well, we, it's a grown man show. It's all good. <laughs> okay, so. okay. But they start trying to dig up stuff on me and, and prolong the process of me getting uh. in to San Diego State and being eligible. So I missed like three or four of the uh, – of the non-conference games, you know what I'm saying? Leading into the season, I know they didn't matter, but, you know, I wanted to get out there and, and dunk on these guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was itching, you know what I'm saying? So, so finally I got the nod, and uh, I remember I was walking I was walking to the athletic center, 
And um, I got the phone call that I was eligible. I was going to be able to play. I can fully practice and do all that. And I was losing my mind. And I'm literally walking to the gym. And the very next phone call is my sister calling me, telling that my bro just passed away. Like, literally, this is the the back-to-back. So, and then we had a game, like, I want to say, like, two days later. So I couldn't even go back to L.A. to to see my man. We actually played Arizona two days later. Mm. And, and that was, that was, I was, you know, saying I was a little wrecked about that. And, um, but my first game, of course, being against Arizona that time, at the time, uh, Walton, it was Walton's senior year. Yeah, they and, was number uh, one in the country. I remember. They was number one in the yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. Janet Fry, I want to say, was on that. Yeah, that, uh, Jelani Gard, it was, not Jelani, it was Jason Gardner. Jason uh, Gardner, yeah, man. Ron, Gilbert Arenas, uh, Lauren well, Woods. They, they just left. They, oh, okay. This is 2002, so it was oh, Walton's okay. senior year. Okay, and, okay. And Hassan had had signed with with Arizona, so it was fitting them. Of course, my first game was against my LA rival growing up, but uh, they ended up. Of course, they ended up winning because they were like you said, they were playing number one or two in the country or something at the time, and they're playing San Diego State. We were good for what we were, but we weren't at, at that level yet. You know what I'm saying? But. My very first, they sub, they subbed me in, you know, I, I didn't start until like the third or fourth game until I started into the rotation. You know, it took me a second to get into the uh, starting lineup, but they put me in and I catch a lob from half court. My very first points in college is against the number two team in the country. And I catch a lob on, on basically, and they put it on sports center too. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I'm, amped okay. up, I'm hyped, you know what I mean? And they started calling me. At, at you know at the school they 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 started calling me all kind of like you know they praising me you know what I'm saying they they giving me all kind of names in the paper and stuff like that mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I started to fit in and then I of course I had my breakout game and then from there it was a, it was a wrap like once I figured it out it was it was a wrap and I started being on the scouting list on the scouting report for sure <laughs> <laughs> no sure. I got you I got you so um, how many years did you play at San Diego State. I only got to play one. I played Just, one. Um, yeah, after uh, after that first season, I, is when I had my first ACL tear. Blew my mm. blew my tear. I blew my knee out, and it was crazy, man. Because that that day too, we went to go hoop. It took forever for everybody to meet up to go hoop. You know what I mean? And I was frustrated. Like, come on, y'all! Like, we trying to go, trying to get it in. We get to the gym. We three games down. I gotta I gotta wait. I'm in there like yo. Like, what? Come on. Y'all are making me three games down, whatever. So we finally get on the court. <laughs> we finally get on the court. And and on the opposite end, they shoot a long three. It's a long rebound. I grab it. You know, I, I coast to coast, and I dunk. And I come down, and, like, my leg just goes dead. It's just hot. Like, oh. it's like a hot pressure that I just feel through my, my leg, and I can't walk on it. So I'm like, just thinking as a sprain or whatever, like, man, this is weird. Like the feeling will come back in a minute. I sit down on my butt and I push myself to the wall and I'm looking at my knees just literally getting bigger and bigger, blowing up like a balloon. You know what I'm saying? So I, I knew something was wrong after that. And that was, that was basically my, my, that was a wrap for my time at, at uh, San Diego state because once I got my surgery and all that, they were like, man, we just need to make the jump. We just need to try to make the jump. And it's probably one of the, one of the one of the decisions I regret because they were definitely pushing me. And after that, like all of my, pretty much all of my my like pro- professional basketball, 
I was hurt. I was hurt. I was trying to either come back for something or I was in the middle of rehabbing while trying to make a team. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I had to get special, like I had to get special care essentially. Like I needed to, to have, to have trainers and stuff working overtime just for me. You know what I'm saying? So, and at that time it was that it was right before all this, you know, fancy stuff that they have available to the players now, because I know if my training room looked like the training rooms that I see now, (laughs) <laughs> it would have been I, I would have been I would have been good not I'm not putting down San Diego State's training facility because it was nice don't get me wrong they there theirs was nice but it's not what it is now you know what oh, I'm saying no no like, hey hey <laughs> hey hey both UCLA and even because I went to Long Beach I graduated from Long Beach State so even Long Beach mm-hmm. State's is like PlayStation 5s and all this stuff and I'm like oh my god dude like this yeah, was none man. of this was in here when yeah. I was here. You know what I'm saying, um, this is crazy. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, so I, how normal it is, like yeah, like it's. I was shocked, but you know, like I said, it's <laughs> all good. So after you, you know, you get hurt at San Diego State, they're pushing you to go mm-hmm. pro, right? I know how that yeah. is. Like you know, well, I don't know. Like you know, I just I played years, but like they push you to go pro. What was your I guess that, you know, you were rehabbing, but what was your, like, NBA, pre-NBA draft kind of process like? Um, I mean, honestly, it was it was, it was was miserable. Because, um, like I said, at the time, I was going through coming back, training, rehabbing, and doing all that stuff, and uncomfortable nights and taking pills, you know what I'm saying, for the damn, for the pain that, make you sleep crazy and wake up groggy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I had no other choice. I had to take those joints to keep the swelling down and they worked, you know what I mean? So I had to take those and I was sent on my, uh, um, I was sent on my trips. I was sent on my visits. I went to, uh, I tried out for Utah. Um, at the time, Seattle, Seattle was a squad that's, you know, showing my age, but uh, Utah, <laughs> Seattle, um, San Antonio, Atlanta, um, and I want to say, oh, the Clippers and the Lakers. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But luckily, the Clippers and the Lakers were at home, so I was I was able to do do well in those. You know what I'm saying? Because I had my resources. But man, when I went from from um, Seattle to Atlanta, my flight got delayed because of the rain. And then when I got to Atlanta, it rained everything in for two days. So I was in Atlanta for like a week before I started my, before I even worked out, you know what I mean? And they just had me in the hotel room and, and the hotel room was basically connected to the arena. So it was like walking to go get stuff. I'm looking at the arena, like dying to hoop, watching my knees swell up. I'm there by myself. So I'm really, I'm using the hotel ice, you know what I'm saying? So right, right, like, right, right, and, right. And again, like I, I'm grateful for it, but at the time I was in pain, I was miserable trying to perform, you know what I'm saying? And then they make you take these, uh, these tests like not necessarily IQ tests, but character tests mm. that are extreme. They're like 300 questions. You know what I'm saying? So they put you in a room with this paper, this stack of paper that's that big, a pen, and you're just answering questions. You're reading, you're reading questions and answering questions, reading questions and answering questions. And then they start to like repeat themselves. So it's literally like they're testing you in so many ways. Like, mentally they test you physically they make like it is crazy so doing all that by myself with the traveling and all that it was definitely it was definitely tough it was it was miserable but again I, it's something that i i couldn't believe was going on at the time like 
walking into these locker rooms, changing, getting ready to go walk out through the tunnel and go work out on these floors, you know what I'm saying? Or in these training facilities, like it was incredible. It was incredible. Mm. But if I, if I was able to, able to do it again, hundred percent that game ready, you know what I'm saying? The, the ice box, you know what I'm saying? That would have been, that would have been wrapped up all right under my shoulder. <laughs> right under my shoulder. <laughs> oh my God. That would have been my, my go-to every single day I would have lived in that thing. No, but I hear you. the experience was was what it was, and it was it was off the chain. Not many people get to do that stuff, so I, you know, I I, I had a good time. I had a good time. No, for sure. no, definitely, definitely. If you if you uh, you know, like what was what would you say would be like the biggest lesson you learned? I know it was only for a year. We're gonna go back a little bit. Uh, what would what would you say the biggest lesson you learned in college? Uh, you know, like for the year that you did play. As far as basketball wise, it was <laughs> it was trusting trusting the other cats, trusting trusting my team. Those were my guys, or and all that, you know what I'm saying. Those were my those were my boys, but trusting them like as as people, you know what I'm saying. Just because it was, I'm I'm leaving home. I'm living with four dudes that you know I I barely knew. I knew Tommy Johnson. I don't know if you know Tommy Johnson went to Crenshaw played basketball for a minute. He went to Fairfax, so I kind of knew him. But right. I went there and now I'm I'm like living with him, you know what I'm saying? So like it was the whole trust factor was definitely a uh a, a obstacle for sure. But once I was able to get past that and it was the brotherhood, then that's again that's something that helped open my game up. I could trust my guys, you know what I'm saying? Like and they could trust me. So that was probably the biggest lesson was getting outside of myself and, and trusting trusting the people around me. No, I got you. I got you. So based off like your experience and obviously what you went through at UCLA and, and San Diego State, what would be your best advice for like the next you? You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody was in your position, uh, you know, somebody was in your position and you, you could tell them, you know, they could ask you like, what do you think? You know what I'm saying? What would you tell them? Knock that education out quick. Get the get whatever little degree you can because, like I said, like we talk about, I know it's cliche, but it don't last forever. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, like like I'm learning now, I I gotta still do some school that I gotta that I gotta get to because I want to coach. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta have a degree. Yeah, you gotta have a degree. So that's that's what that would be my advice to knock that education out quick. And especially nowadays, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? You can you can get your little education. Even if you do go play ball somewhere else in the world or whatever the case, get that little – spend that little two and a half, three years getting a little paper, man, because no, yeah. that'll take you that, – that'll take you a long way. No, agreed. Agreed with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that. So, obviously, you, you try for all these teams. You know, to me, like, if you're trying for multiple teams like you did, like, you, you know, six, seven, eight, nine teams, whatever it was um, – yeah you thinking like you have a pretty good shot uh opportunity to get drafted. So your yeah. agent, what does your agent tell you, you know, on draft day and what, what, what was your draft day experience like? So at the time I was with SFX, which is Arn Tellum's agency. Oh yeah, I know. I know. And, SFX. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my guy was Bob Myers. Bob Myers yeah. is a GM for UCLA guy. Uh, yeah. 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 UCLA guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so, he was the one that was on the phone with me and coming home from 
Jersey. Jersey was the other one. New Jersey. The Nets was my last was my last uh, my last stop on the on the workouts. And uh, coming home from Jersey and coming home from Utah, I felt really good, especially Utah. But Jersey made me feel like they were going to pick me up with their second round, with their second round pick. And I was like, I was shady about that. Like second round, like what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But whatever. And I and I was I felt confident about that. And um I remember sitting there in in the office and then like like it, it was crazy at the time. Lawrence Frank was the head coach for, for that squad at the time. And for for cats that play ball, if you've seen Lawrence Frank, he doesn't look like anybody that plays basketball or knows the game or anything like that. You know what I mean? So when he came out onto the court. I was out there shooting and working out and stuff. And he was kind of rebounding for me, you know, and I was messing with him, like low key talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And messing with him and gave him a bucket and slapped him on the ass. You know what I'm saying? It was like, I was talking shit, not knowing that that was Lawrence Frank. He was the head coach. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so off top, you know what I'm saying? And once I figured that out, like in the workout, I'm thinking in my head, like, damn, is he, Oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. But, Come to find out later on, he loved it. He he loved the interaction that we had. You know what I'm saying? Like I treated him like he was he was a player type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I kind of was treating him like a ball boy. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he 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 enjoyed it. And he told me that, and he was telling me like that's the kind of that's the kind of feel that the that the organization has and stuff like that. So he was telling me that I'd be a good fit. Felt confident. Felt good as hell. Then uh you know draft night comes, and I remember Arn and uh. Well, I didn't talk to Arn much, but I remember Bob telling me that they were going to be expecting, if anything, I, he told me, if anything, they were going to be expecting late first round. And if it doesn't happen late first round, we'll probably have to take other steps from there, you know, basically is what they were telling me. You know what I mean? So, man, I didn't even, I didn't have any kind of viewing party, no nothing. I watched that, I watched that draft. In my room by myself, you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, yeah, Just for real, for real, for with real. And, like going crazy. I remember Mom's was in the in her room in the in the room behind me, basically, and checking in on me periodically. You know what I'm saying? I I remember being in. I was in the room, basketball shorts, my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> leaned in front, just watching the TV. You know what I'm saying? And they made that last pick, and my name hadn't gotten gotten picked. So, so I'm I'm like. What now? Waiting for a call. You know what I'm saying? What now? Waiting for a call. What now? Waiting for a call. You know what I'm saying? No call comes. Basically, they they kind of just had were done with me. You know what I'm saying? They I, wow. I didn't talk to anybody after that. Yeah, they were kind of giving word to to Sam, who was the cat I was telling you that was bringing me back and forth to Fairfax. He was kind of like my middleman. They were giving word to him that there was nothing. They set me up with a. Uh, with a a workout for Japan that actually Shay Shay was at too. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was uh, he was the other guy that they were looking at, and uh, we did the workout and stuff like that. And I remember leaving there feeling like, okay, I might go overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, 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 again, right, right, right. Again, they kind of just they kind of just left me in the dust. You know what I mean? And um, as I'm working out, trying to do other things and this and that, I end up blowing out my other knee you know what i'm saying oh, i'm sorry man. i actually actually i went to i played in the d league before that i played mm-hmm. for sioux Falls sky force went over there i actually before that i went to houston and spent some time with uh 
Oh man, that Houston. <laughs> Jesus. John Lucas. John Lucas runs. Ah, a, uh, yeah, yeah. He basically runs a camp out there during the summertime. And, and bro, that was that was culture shock. You know what I'm saying? Like I played a lot of basketball against a lot of cats growing up, like from a lot of different places, but playing hooping with the cats from the South in this little, in, in his camp, bro, they, they, they get down. I'm talking about, I'm talking about they get down. I, I was, I was going through all my NBA stuff with J.R. Smith. He was one of the other guys, him and uh, Andre Emmett. So he was, he was the other cat too, but it was us four that they, we all had the same agency. So they would send us to go do these workouts and watching J.R. play in Houston well, I thought he would be in the Hall of Fame by now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I swear to God, it was crazy. It was crazy. But hooping out there with John Lucas is what got me the spot to play in the D-League. And while I was in the D-League, they had me in South Dakota, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I just couldn't. My, my, my knees, being in that cold, my knees just couldn't get right, bro. Like, it was crazy. I'd have good days and I'd have bad days. And, you know, in the D-League, you can't have – good and bad days you gotta have good days you know what i'm saying (laughs) if you want to get paid you gotta have those good days i was on an a contract too so i couldn't i couldn't i had no room to mess up and once my knees started blowing up and i had to sit down and miss practices and stuff they were just like man we can't we can't hold on to you so they they had to let me go you know what i mean and that was uh that, that was the last professional professional hoop that that i played so how many, was that a year out of out of college or a couple of years or how what was that, that was that was actually a couple of years out of college because um, like I said going back and forth taking some time with my knee it was just it was mm. just bad timing every single time it was bad timing and then once I finally got out to Houston then you know I got the ball rolling and and jumped on that squad quick so what that was I want to say that was oh six or oh seven or something like that yeah, yeah. was the last time I hooped. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the funny thing about that is, like, you know, at the end of my career, it was kind of like that. I remember I had stress fractures in both my shins, so I have steel plates in both of my shins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it took me yeah. a year to get back. So every team that would bring me in that year, I was out of shape, like, for their standards. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I went to France. Mm-hmm. I played with Tony Parker's brother. Little brother, and like I was just, I wasn't, oh, okay. I, yeah, I wasn't right. I wasn't right, and like I just couldn't get back. It's, it's the worst too. That's the yeah, worst because you, yeah. you, you seeing, you see, I know it's your team and everything, but you seeing other cats on that squad that you're like, man, you're just, you're dinner, bro. You are uh, right, you up, right? But, no, like seriously, but they got to give you these minutes because I got these, I got these screws. In, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, you know, like it took me a whole year to get back, and like the only, like it was. I was I went to Romania and that was the only time like the team like they let me stay the whole preseason, you know what I'm saying? Get in shape with them. Like we was working out at the oh, track, wow. doing all this stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Romania was off the chain, like as far as like preseason stuff. Like we was we was basically, I don't know, like a month of like working out, doing you know, jump roping and going to track and running track, like all this stuff yeah, was like, yeah, it was like. I was in super shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, for me, yeah. I needed, I was, if I would have been hooping and already in shape, I'd be like, man, F this. But yeah, um, <laughs> I needed it to get back. And, yeah. you know, even when they released me, I was like, I'm in shape now. So, I immediately went to Estonia. 
and, you know, finish out the year, you know what I'm saying? I'll end up playing another couple years after that. But, yeah, man, like I understand how you feel with your, you know, with your legs and your shins and stuff like that. So, you know, after, obviously, you you, you stop hooping, um, what's, like, what, what what's your mindset of, like, what, what next to do? I got to figure out how to <laughs> – Try to be a millionaire without being yeah. a millionaire. I was expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, of course. I mean, honestly, it's just uh, that's it. Trying to find your way. Being that young, I had fun for a minute. You know what I mean? Like I was still, I went, I was going back and forth from San Diego to LA. You know what I'm saying? And in San Diego, still being Evan Burns out there. You know what I'm saying? Coming back, and I was actually going up and hooping up at UCLA and still working out and doing stuff like that. But just getting, getting like jobs here and there, not. You know, and it kind of just fell off until until I was just I was done with that. And I hit up Marvin Menzies, the that coach that I was telling you about, hit him up. And at this time he was head coach over at New Mexico State. Mm. So I hit him up, told him, you know, I just wasn't feeling where I was at. You know what I mean? And once again, he jumped on the ball and got me out there and put me on the coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? And went out there for two years and won two conference championships with him, went to the NCAA tournament twice with him. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, after that, he ended up getting the job over at UNLV. Mm-hmm. And with the staff, I came out UNL, to UNLV, ended up having my son out here. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then unfortunately, he lost the spot. But my son is from... Las Vegas, you know, his mm-hmm. his mother is out here too. So, you know, that's that's where I'm at. I would love to get back into the journey. You know what I'm saying? I would love to get back on the staff somewhere, but I want to wait till my boy is a little bit older because right now he's just too young to be away from that long for me, for me. You know no, of course, saying? of course. So, hey, I get it, man. I get it. It was yeah. – I was I, – I saw my son be born on Skype, you know? Like, yeah, you know? see? Yeah, because yeah, I was, and, in, and I was in Romania, like – I, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you guys do that, man. I think about that too. Like, I definitely think about you know the fact that how I have my son and I'm right here with him and stuff like that. Like, it it wouldn't have been like that hooping. You know what I'm saying? It, I wouldn't have been able to be have some of these early experiences I was I do with my boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I get I gave y'all mad credit for that because that's 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 even tough for me to think about. <laughs> no, no. If, if my son's first three years, I was gone pretty much. You know, like I yeah, would come back for I would come back like you know for segments. Obviously, yeah, so I was yeah. I was gone. You know, eight, nine, ten months. You know, and then yeah. at that time I was doubling up, so I would play eight months in. Germany and then come back and then go to Australia for like four months and then yeah three yeah yeah those quick those quick sessions yeah three weeks and then go back yeah so no but um you know like obviously yeah you make that transition you know I'm saying and like you you know have success in your you know so much success in your ball career but like you still have a a ways to go to figure out what your Mm -hmm. next thing is which is good. I think with the journey um, of us athletes, it's always like good to have, you know what I'm saying? Like now that you have experience as a coach, you can always come back to that, you know, like, oh yeah. yeah definitely. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing. And like I said, I think you're going to do it. You're going to be, you're going to be up at, uh, you know, Duke or North Carolina, some coaching. I'm going to see what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's, it's crazy too. Cause I, I'm watching these teams too now, man. And and it's some cat like Sean May is the assistant coach over in North Carolina. He played in the McDonald's game with me. You know what I'm saying? There's 
I want to say uh, Jared Dudley is on one of the uh, is on you know, one of the staff. I think he's on Phoenix's staff now. And it's crazy to just see these cats that I came up hooping with now they're yeah now they're no 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 on, definitely, on the definitely. level. You know what I mean? That's how I see it. I mean Earl, Earl been coaching for years now. Earl, my boy Earl Watson, forever, and, right? Yeah, and Rico yeah. both. Even Rico Hines both. You know? Um, I have another that's home. crazy because Rico actually uh actually took. Basically took over my boy Pascal Siakam was my boy yep. at New Mexico State, <clears throat> and then once once uh, he got to the league, he was with Rico. You know what I mean? And it's like it's that it's always it's always that it's always that LA connection somehow somehow man. It's yep. the yep. separation. Always. All right. Well, like I said, bro, I appreciate your journey. You know, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And this well, is done, my last. Well, I appreciate you having me. Oh sure. no problem, no problem. Um. Got one last question for you, you know, and, yes, you know, like you know, saying, like we always ask our guests at the end, um, this uh, pretty much at one point in our career, you know, or our life, we all go through like super low points, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I want to know, like, you know, to get you out of your super low point to where you're at now to, you know, see what you're doing. Um, did you, how did you get out of it? You know what I'm saying? Cause I think a lot of people, try to figure out how to get out of the, those low points because, um, you know, we need to, we need to, you know what I'm saying? We need to get out of it. For me, it was like family and yeah. God for yourself. Was it God? Was it family? Was it all the above? Was it, was it your son? What was it? Well, it's definitely, it's definitely family. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? If I didn't have anybody around me, I'd, I'd be miserable every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but also with me too, though, like, I've I've been able to and been blessed to still be able to sprinkle and be around basketball. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, you know, an AA meeting. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I get to go introduce myself, you know, and tell them I'm addicted to basketball kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I still I still get to see it. I still get to smell it. Like I know that sounds weird, but I still I still get to hear it and be around it. So that honestly, for me, that that definitely helps. And I know, again, I know it's cliche. You love basketball, but not everybody loves hoop. Not every hooper loves basketball. You know what I'm saying? So, me, I truly love the game. So, it's been easier to accept the coaching role than than being a player role. That was a really difficult transition. You know what I mean? To have to separate myself from being on the coaching staff as opposed to the team. Like, I, I can't go to this party with these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I'm here. I, I'm the one that they got to call if something is up. I got to come get them and pick them up, or you know what I'm saying? Like agree that kind agree. of thing. So agree, agree that that the fact that I'm still around it though definitely helps out. But family, 100, 100 percent, and honestly, just trying to find find a find a vibe, find find another niche in this world. Like I love music. My sister does music, so that's always something that you know gets our juices flowing. You know what I'm saying? Like just finding just finding a niche this world is beautiful so it's there is things outside of basketball but you know if you can still be around it and touch it it's, it's, it makes it a little bit easier for sure <laughs> oh trust me bro like for me this is you know it, it was weird because like when i started to do this it was more therapeutic than anything to kind of like get thoughts and all that stuff out of like ball and not only just from ball but like all sports all all ways of life yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, it's it, it's this like I said, this show for me anyway has been a blessing. So I get to hear stories like yourself, like other people's. Just yeah. like you know, I'm not the only one feeling that way. 
All right. Oh, well, not at all. Yeah. No. So definitely appreciate you. Uh, please, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like shot, shot your, you know, your Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have, if you want. Yeah, my I want to see my Instagram. You know, I'm not huge on social media. I dabble and dabble at it. You know, what I'm saying most of my stuff is is basketball or sports related. But my Instagram is uh, eb21. I want to say or e e underscore burns21 is my Instagram, and then I'm just Evan Burns on Facebook. Come holler at me. Catch up with me. Any LA hoopers that I used to hoop against or you used to hoop with or whatever that I ain't talked to in forever, man, holla. It's all love. It's a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? It especially is. that, that, uh, especially that LA, man. LA. Uh, LA is it's, it's weird. It's big, but it ain't that big. It, it is, man. It, it, it exactly, exactly. Like, uh, right now I'm actually, uh, I follow my man Keith Kloss. Keith Kloss yeah, is. That's my, is, that's my uh, big brother. Everybody calls bro, us brothers. Everybody calls us brothers. Bro, so. <laughs> he's doing so good right now. It is, and that's another thing too. To see my guys that you know that that are that fell off for a second, but are back and doing their thing, and it's with basketball. Man, that that warms my heart. My man is doing good, man. To keep if you watching this, bro. Much love to you, man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Keep doing yeah. it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And uh, like I said, you can you can follow me at Travis W Reed. On Instagram, that's R-E-E-D, uh, Travis W. And on Facebook, uh, Travis W. Reed. Um, I post most of my stuff on social media. I got my link tree on my Instagram page. And if you're still looking for that Athlete's Journey merch, uh, feel free to DM me, and like I said, on Instagram or or message me on Facebook. Still got, you know, Athlete's Journey merch and, uh, you know, other merch still coming soon. Um and if you only like I said, if you're on LinkedIn, you know, you can follow me. If any athletes uh is interested, like, you know, you know, book clubs, like what former athletes do, I have my own book club, you know, on LinkedIn. Uh it's open to the public. So like I said, yeah. So yeah, you know, I like to read now. That's one of my hobbies. <laughs> um cool. you know, so I got a bunch of different stuff going, you know, and uh we're gonna continue. Continuing athlete's journey, man. Like I said, I appreciate E coming for E coming on to the show. And we're gonna see y'all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.